It's the Breakfast Club 10-year anniversary. 10 years. 10 years at a breakfast club. Doing your thing. Doing what you're doing. And being honest with you. You done had a job for 10 years. Everything's Gucci over there. Wow. 10 years. Shout out to the best doing it, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Damn. Y'all getting old. Y'all been holding it down for 10 years. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Man, y'all been together longer than some people have been married. I'm proud of y'all. The voice of the culture. Peace, love, and uh, let's go to 20 years. Congratulations. Good morning, USA. Hey, fam. <laughs> what up, ye? What up, DJ MV? It's Thursday. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday. Good morning, Angela. Hey, good morning. I'm in Atlanta All again. Right. You're in Atlanta again? What you doing out in Atlanta? Um, you know, Kanye is having his listening party today. So what, I'm out here. Yeah, it was last week. Uh, was it last week or the week before Two weeks that? ago. Two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. Yes. And let me tell you something. I flew private for the first time yesterday in my life. How'd you like, like I was it? supposed to. I was supposed to get on a flight and then something happened and then they hit me and I flew private. The locks, they were actually on their way out here too. So I just hopped on with them, you know, per Def Jam. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so now I'm here. It was interesting though, because obviously, you know, they had that incredible verses yesterday. So I got to hear a lot of uh, discussion about that. That's dope. So you got some stuff you can mm -hmm. report in the rumors and everything or no? No, oh, they actually sucks. said, Jadakus actually said, hey, don't put this on the radio. <laughs> Damn it, man. All right. Well, I, know, you... <laughs> I guess everybody's heading to uh, Atlanta for the listening party part two. Yeah, and all the hotels are sold out here. So for me to be out here last minute, it was a, definitely a, a mission. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Little Mo will be joining us this morning. R&B Yes, singer. that's my girl. I'm not sure if she's on TV right now. She was on all... She did all so many shows. She did... Uh, what, what is it? Boot camp, marriage boot camp at one time. She did so many different shows. Well, she's back. She's back singing, and we're going to talk to her a, a little bit later. And we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes. Yeah, so now traveling to the United States, it's going to be a lot harder for people to come here if they're not vaccinated. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Oh. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now let's get in some front page news. Kemba Walker, he's signing with the New York Knicks after a, a Thunder buyout. So that's great for the New York Knicks. He's from the Bronx, so he's a, a New York guy. Now, also, uh, the Bleacher Report, I put the ages for next year's Lakers. Melo, 37. Braun, 36. Gasol, 36. Dwight, 35. Ellington, 33. Uh, Russ, 32. AD, 28. Made it seem like the, uh, <laughs> the Lakers are one of the oldest teams in the league, which they are. Well, LeBron James posted yesterday. Keep talking about my squad, our personal ages, the way he plays, he stays injured, or passed out time in the league, et cetera, et cetera. Do me one favor, please, and I mean please, keep that same narrative energy when it begins. That's all I ask. Hashtag thank you. I love it. I love it. I think the Lakers going to take it next year, honestly, but we'll see. All right, and the Washington football team has banned fans from wearing Native American headdresses and face paint. You know, that was once popular with the fans, but now that's no longer acceptable at the home games. They said, uh, 
especially given, you know, the, the team announcing that they would not be the Warriors or anything else that could be perceived to be associated with Native American imagery. Now they are doing this just to make sure they further distance themselves from that. And what about all the and, old gear, like all the old jerseys and T-shirts and hats? I wonder can you wear if, them? I can wonder if you could wear them because you purchased all that stuff, you know, for the games. And now you're saying you can't. They should let the, they should let people trade them in. That's what they should do. They should let people trade them in for new jerseys. All right, and Spirit has canceled more than half of their flights for the third consecutive day. So if you have a, air, a flight booked on Spirit, uh, I don't know what to tell you, but they said 42% of their flights were canceled Monday, 61% on Tuesday. And as of Wednesday afternoon, they canceled uh, 60% of their flights. Do we know why they're canceling all these flights? They're saying overlapping operational challenges, including weather, system outages, staffing shortages, they said these issues were exacerbated by the fact that we are in peak summer travel season with very high industry load factors and more limited options for guest reaccommodations. It can't be weather and all that because none of the other airlines are canceling like this. They're, they're actually they said they were hit. They, yeah, they said they were hit with the IT issue that affected crew scheduling. Then they said they had to reboot the network. Hmm. <laughs> Took three days to reboot the network. Okay, Spirit. All right, what else you got, Easy? All right. Now, also, the U.S. is going to require COVID-19 shots for foreign travelers. So they are taking the first steps toward requiring nearly all foreign visitors in the U.S. to be vaccinated for COVID, according to a White House official. That is part of the approach to ease traveling restrictions for foreign citizens to the country. There's no timeline yet that's been determined, but they are trying to figure out how and when to move toward resuming normal travel. Yeah, I, I was saying that some people even got arrested go trying to go into to Toronto with fake vaccination cards. So they're really checking those cards. <laughs> and it's a, uh, they, yeah. sell, they sell those cards like crazy. But you know what I was wondering? So early on, if you got the vaccination early on, you weren't necessarily, I guess, you no, you, I don't think you were in the system. But what happens if you lose your card? Like if you lose your card. That's like, what I was saying. I just found my card. I was like, what if you lose it? I took a picture of mine, though. You know, because if you lose it... Can you get another vaccination? Will that affect your body? You know, do you want another vaccination? So what do you do in that situation? You know, if you lose So wait, your card, you're not in this system if you took it earlier? I don't know. I should be. Maybe oh, I, I am, maybe like, not. I don't know. Why'd you say that? <laughs> I'm I was like, wait a minute. I, I didn't know that happened. No, I don't know. I do have a card, but it was so early on. I know even when you take a test, when you take a test early on, it wasn't in the system. But now every time you take a test, it's in the system. So they, they can tell if you have COVID and where you are. So I'm just well, curious. If you took a test early on, it's only good for a certain amount of time. Like, some, mm. you know what I mean? So that doesn't really matter so much. But I would think if you got the vaccination, they kept track of it. And it's in some sort of system. But I was saying that earlier. They said there's some Excelsior Pass, I guess, that you should yeah. download. Yeah, and Clear has it, too. You could download the Clear app and you could put it in your Clear app so it, it has your vaccination card. But I'm just... I'm just curious, and how long does that vaccination card work? Is that only a year? Is it six months? Is it two years? Like, how long is it valid? I know they haven't determined that yet. We don't know when you're supposed to get it again. We don't know if you're supposed to get a booster shot. This is all, like, trying to figure it out as we go along. All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. And Charlemagne is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. All right. So, but get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, you guys. This is Letitia. How y'all doing today? Letitia, hey. good morning. 
Hey. First of all, I want to say thanks, you guys, for, you know, staying on the line and keeping us in good spirits this whole pandemic. I got to tell you, it was a few times I was like, oh, my God, I hope it's on, still on the radio. But you guys have always been there for us. And I want to say thank you for that, number one. And number two, I do think that it's crazy that um, we don't know if we need a, a booster or if it's good for a year. Because, mind you, I was on the fence. I ended up taking the vaccine, but I was really on the fence. And now... You know, the whole card and the booster. And I just think it's all crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to do what's best for you. Um, I know a, a bunch of people that, that caught COVID recently. And a lot of them are really sick and, and they didn't get their vaccine. And, and they're to the point where mm -hmm. some of them in the hospital and some of them at home mm -hmm. and, and very, very sick. So it's scary. I mean, you, you really don't know. And, and you just it's kind of like just gambling, like you're rolling the dice. But, you know, you, you just got to do what's right. best for you and how you feel. You know, But at least you took the vaccine, though. You know what I mean? Like, at least you took it and you do have a little peace of mind with that. But... Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you lost your card, just so you know, you have to contact the clinic or pharmacy where you got your vaccination and get it. Oh, OK. That's one. good. I was wondering. OK. Yeah. Woo. OK. <laughs> <laughs> you lost yours? <laughs> no, I didn't. But I was just wondering, you know, in, in the event that I did, because me and my daughter are vaccinated and I do know where I put the card. But I was just wondering in the event. So but that's okay. good. But I figured that anyway. All righty. Well, thank you, Mama. Have a good morning. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking my call. I love you guys. Thank you so much. We love you back. We love you, too. Hello. Who's this? Hey, what's going on? This is Keith. Keith, what up, man? Get it off your chest, bro. Uh, okay. So, first and foremost, uh, I just want to say that um, in New York City, uh, they're having a, a rally at the New York City City Hall uh, for um, the, the people that are that forbid the Blasio who's trying to um, force us to take the vaccine and we're going to have a rally on monday at the new york city hall and uh everybody should come people that are vaccinated people that are unvaccinated liberals conservatives this is it's affecting everybody equally and we all need to stand together even if you are with the vaccine it's about the fact that you have a choice and they're essentially they're trying to uh take our privileges away we can't go to theaters or any type of entertainment venues gyms uh, and, and pretty much uh, manipulating us into feeling that we don't have a choice but to take this vaccine. All right. Well, everybody that is going to be going there. to that rally, make sure you wear a mask. Yeah, wear a mask. Are you going to wear a mask at the oh, rally, yeah, sir? Yeah, yo, mask up. Be vigilant about yourself. Mask up. Okay. But uh, we, we, need to, we need to be able to have a choice whether to take this vaccine or not. So uh, uh, Monday, NYC City Hall, and, uh, and we're having a rally. So every, everybody should uh, get in on that. Anybody, police. Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, even you racist, crack-ass wow. crackers. It's affecting you, too. So everybody, uh, get down there. If you live in New York City, get down there and rally for your choice to take the vaccine or not. All right, man. Now, I got the vaccine, so I believe in people should take the vaccine, but I don't think they should be forcing people to do it. That, that's my thing. I think exactly. every, so you every should business... Exactly, so down, too. There's a whole point of you having the choice. Yeah, that's what I agree with. I, I think you should be able to have a choice if you want to take the vaccine or not. And then the businesses, they, they should be able to have a choice who they want to let in their business or not, but I don't I don't think they should mandate the whole city. I agree with you with that one, brother. But thank you for calling. Absolutely. I, I love you guys to death. Love you back, bro. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. I just think it's difficult to make people do something. You know what I mean? It should be their option. And I know you're trying to save people and try to save the country, but I don't think you should be able to say you can't do this if you don't take a vaccine. It just sounds wild to me.
But get it off. I your mean, t- listen, certain certain places, like what if you work somewhere? Should you be able to say, you well, if you want to work here, you have to be vaccinated? I think if it's personal businesses, yes. I think they can decide what they want to do. But to say a whole city has to, it's just... It, well, it, they're not saying you have to, but they're saying that there's certain restrictions well, on you if you don't. They're not saying right. you have to, but they're saying that if you want to do this, that, 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 this, that, 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 you have to. You know, that, which is crazy. All right, but get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Whether you're man or black, say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? It's Lawan. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Man, a couple days ago, man, I just moved out of this university, man. I parked on this one way street. Somebody, these drunk people come hit my car, my shit goes sliding. 14 no. My All goodness. Right, and, man, I, insurance, and, and, long story short, I ended up having to pay $250, and he hit my car. Wow, that's, that's so crazy. Annoying. Well, at yeah, least you're all right, bro. At least you're all right, though. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Where's Charlemagne at, man? I don't know. He off today. He'll be back tomorrow, though. Yeah, all right, all right. All right, y'all take it easy, man. I'm a loyal listener, man. Every morning, man. Be on time. All right, brother. <laughs> be on time. I'll be on time. Hello, who's this? We're here. Hello? Hey, get it off your chest. Hey, DJ MB. It's Louise Charlemagne. It's Kyoto. Hey, Kyoto. Okay, so I want to get off my chest that I love my man. There you go. Hey, that's nice. That's and a beautiful way to wake up. It is because he surprised me to a trip to Vegas for my birthday coming up. So I'm just so happy. When's your birthday? That is so cute. My birthday is August 23rd, Virgo Nation. Virgo Nation. So you're going to Vegas. I might be in Vegas that weekend. I'll definitely let you know. Okay, y'all be safe. And I'm like, I listen to y'all every day. So I love y'all and keep doing what y'all doing. All right, wait. When you go to when you go to Vegas, you gotta you. go see you gotta go see Usher now because I heard that show was amazing. You gotta go see Usher's show. Don't ruin yeah, that but surprise. No, he's, what not if gonna, he's not gonna be there on my weekend. Oh damn! You know yeah, who's gonna know, be there right? that weekend though? They have the fight that weekend. Pacquiao really? and oh. Errol Spence. Oops. Well, maybe that's why your man go, wants to go. Is he a boxing fan? Okay, yes, he is. All right, so it ain't all about your birthday, mom. It's also about the fight that weekend. No, I don't say that. Yes, <laughs> <it is. laughs> now, so, what if he's like, what if he's like, let's get married? You know, people I'm get married. I've been just... thinking about it. I've been trying to get my clothes together, like, just in case. Like, I'm ready. Mama, what if, what if he says, you know what, mom, you take a nap. I'll be back in a couple hours. You know he's going to the fight. Oh, no. Ain't no sleep. Ain't no sleep. Ain't no sleep. <laughs> Ain't no sleep. <laughs> all right, mom. Well, you have a great birthday. All right, Virgo Nation, all day, every day, son. She's not a Virgo, right. right? August 23rd. Is that a Virgo? She says she's a Virgo. Yeah, that's the oh. beginning. That's the beginning of Virgo. Oh, that's right. And but you're a Virgo, right? I'm definitely a Virgo. Oh, yeah, I knew I liked you. I knew it was See, telling your voice. I don't know, about, I don't know about Virgo men. You better stop it. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Toya. Good morning, Charlemagne. Toya from Cincinnati. Hey. I have a praise report. Hey, Toya. I have a, I have a praise report for you on um, DJ, uh, DJ Envy. Yes, ma'am. I'm coming this year on June the 3rd. What's that? Yeah, I, told me I wasn't having no holy water that day. I am nine mm-hmm. weeks sober this week. Congratulations. Congratulations on being nine weeks Thank sober. You, Angela Yee. Yay, my lady on the phone. Hi, Queen. Um, What's up, Queen? Congrats. Say, That's a big accomplishment. Keep pushing. Nine weeks, nine weeks no drinking, um, seven weeks no smoking. There you go. So, I really want to tell you I appreciate y'all. I have a shirt called Don't Let Your Talent Remain, Don't Let Your Talent Remain Silent. It's just about me pulling out people's purpose and their gifts. And I already had that in me, my pastor, 
Mike Scruggs and Lady Keisha. Like I said, I said you retweeted him, but now I'm confident in saying it. I was embarrassed that day. I called my pastor that morning. I go to the Light of the World Church in Cincinnati, Ohio, 1116 Avenue. But I want to tell you, DJ Envy, Charlamagne God, and you weren't there that morning, Envy. I appreciate y'all. Y'all changed my life. Y'all going to be in my book. Look for Toya Monique books. Toya Monique on Facebook. I really want to give y'all my information outside of this, but my name is, my shirt, my shirt says, Don't Let Your Talent Remain Silent. Hold on. Hold, hold on, Toya. Hold on. You got everything she said, ye? Don't let your talent remain silent. There you go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. You know, they just announced that the New York Auto Show has been canceled this year. Uh-oh, Envy, time to step in. No, that's what I'm talking about. So if you can't make step it to the up. New York Auto Show, don't worry. <laughs> DJ Envy. Is that why you just cut her off? <laughs> DJ Envy's Carcella is going down in Atlantic City. Are you worried about people around? Don't worry. It's 150 acres. You have more than enough room. We're talking family fun. Cars for everybody, whether you like old school cars, new cars, uh, celebrity cars, amusement rides, and all that. Don't cry. Don't get upset that the New York Auto Show is canceled. Carcella Atlantic City is going down. I can't believe you cut this woman off talking about her book. I didn't. She was finished. She was talking about oh, her T-shirt. Okay. She did the book already. She was talking about her T-shirt again. Okay. All right. Okay. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about this superstar. His oldest child is homeless and living in her car. Should he be helping her out? He's worth $800 million. All right. We'll talk about it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Dr. Dre's 38-year-old daughter, 38-year-old daughter Latanya Young is homeless and living out of her car. She talked to the Daily Mail. She said she's living out of her car, working as a delivery driver for DoorDash and Uber Eats. That's how she makes money. She said, I have friends and family that will let us come back and forth, but the majority of the time I'm living out of my car. She said she has not seen her father in 18 years, and she also has repeatedly asked for financial help. She did say that he's helped her in the past. He paid her rent, gave her an allowance, but all of that that ended last year in January. Uh, she actually is the daughter of his ex, Lisa Johnson. They split when she was five years old, and she's a single mother of four now. She said, my kids are staying with friends. They are not living in the car. It's just me. I'm taking odd jobs just to make it. Now I get paid $15 an hour as an assembler at the warehouse. I'm trying to keep my head above water. I've been in debt for a while. And she's also nervous that she's going to lose her rental car because she hasn't been able to make payments. She said, it's an SUV. It costs $2,300 for three weeks, and I only paid for one week. She said, sooner or later, they're going to take the car. Uh, she also said, as you know, that um, he has helped her previously, but he told us he won't do anything anymore. I'm out on the streets. I asked him for help. I haven't got a response back from his lawyer. I'm hearing about mistresses that he's bought houses for. It's a messy situation. Yeah, I mean, obviously him and his daughter's relationship is strained and uh, he's helped her in the past. So it's not a problem with help. He's probably maybe he's at his, his wits end. Like, you know what? I've done so much for you. You had to figure it out on your own. Uh, me having three daughters and, and a baby girl on the way, I'm going to have four. I can't see myself doing that, but I'm not in his position or his his shoes. So I don't know how their relationship is, but I mean, he's probably a wit's end. Like, you know what? I, I've helped you for so long. You got to help yourself now. Right. She's 38 with four kids. I'm sure if anybody has kids out there and you help them, 
I don't know what happened. You yeah, know? that's the thing. And, and she says she happened. hasn't seen him in 18 years but we don't. But we don't know what happened. I mean, it, there's a lot of situations where sometimes parents say, you know what, you got to figure it out on your own. And sometimes kids are able to do it. We don't know that situation. Would I be able and to do that? And he did help her up until last year. Would I be able to do that to Madison or London or Brooklyn? No. It's just, I, I no. Not, not with my babies. Uh, right now, Eminem and Sony Music are part of a $30 million investment into an NFT startup. It's called Maker's Place. And it's an uh, NFT token market for buying and selling digital artwork and other creations. Have you gotten involved in these NFTs yet? I have not. Have you? Um, Not really. I've been, you know, learning about it. I, I know... A little bit about it, but it's hard to to tell whose NFTs are going to make money and who whose aren't. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. It's I like a whole system, and you have to make sure you do it through the right company. Correct, and you have to make sure the audience is there if you're going to sell an NFT. I'm not. I'm not necessarily sold on it as of yet. I, I understand, and I see people are making a lot of money, but it's just weird to say the first tweet somebody paid you know a couple hundred thousand for it. It just seems weird when I could just screenshot that tweet and I could have it too. What's the original? tweet like it, it just it just seems strange to me but well eminem four months ago launched uh shady con it's a digital festival that gave fans the opportunity to own a shady approved nft collectible and his collection pulled in about 1.78 million dollars on the first weekend one of those items was a video called stan's revenge it included a pair of eminem's exclusive carhartt air jordan trainer collaboration which sold for one hundred thousand dollars yeah so. i'm just not so same thing with with, with certain Bitcoin and things like that. It seems like anybody could create a Bitcoin and say it's worth whatever. I mean, there's like 30,000 different Bitcoins. Like, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's not my fault. All right. Now, Aaron Carter, uh, you know, Aaron Carter recently fought Lamar Odom, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yep. now he is going fully nude in the Vegas musical review, Naked Boy Singing. So he's going to be joining that production. It's a 60 minute game music review in which all the male cast perform naked. He said, I think the naked body is a beautiful thing. We were all born naked. I love doing OnlyFans. I've been an OnlyFans model for over a year now, and people are very uplifting. They make yourself. I love that social media platform more than any other platform. It's not about the money. It's about the fans. No, I'm sure. So it's about that the starts money. September 8th. If you want to go see him at the Jewel Box. I'm there. sure it's about the money. Um, Yeah. Uh, would you do that? Would you, would you perform naked? I, nah. Envy. Shut up! What's wrong with I'm you? I'm just saying. Like, would you? Would you get to? Like, you know? Dude, do you think I would do that in your head? Would you be like, Angela probably would do something like that? Nah, but if times got okay, rough, so and, and it, it, would you. you ever think about? You know, what I mean, like, hey, why not? I'm just gonna perform naked and just let it hang. No, Envy. I'm assuming this means you would. All right, now the weekend's new music video has been it. pulled, and that is because of seizure concerns. And uh, it's his upcoming single, Take My Breath. And they said there were excessive blinding lights. So they pulled it ahead of its release in IMAX theaters for the premiere of The Suicide Squad. The clip in question featured intense strobe lighting. And they're saying that's what could trigger seizures. That is wild. I know. Can you imagine you're watching a video and you have a seizure? How do you, how do All you right, test so for that, though? The video's not gone for good, but it still is going to drop sometime after he puts out the song on Friday tomorrow. Did somebody watch that and was like, this is too many lights. This might cause seizures. We got we to gotta cancel this video. Like, how, how did they, they... That's not the first time we've heard of something like this happening, though. Mm. All right, now, Bill Gates says that his dinners with Jeffrey Epstein were a huge mistake, amongst other things. He did an interview with Anderson Cooper on CNN yesterday, and he was asked about his ex-wife and, you know, how things have been for him since they've gotten divorced and here's what bill gates has to say about how he's doing post-divorce how are you doing 
definitely a very sad milestone. You know, Melinda's a great person, and that partnership that we had coming to an end is a, a source of, of great personal sadness. Uh, we are communicating and working at the foundation, and so that partnership we're going to try and continue. In addition, he asked him about Jeffrey Epstein and his relationship with him. You know, they had these dinners and they were meeting. And here's what he had to say. Can you explain your relationship with Epstein? Did you have any concerns? Uh, Was there ever any concerns you had about it? You know, I had several dinners with him, you know, hoping that what he said about getting billions of philanthropy for global health through contacts that he had might emerge. You know, when it looked like that wasn't a real thing that relationship ended, but it was a huge mistake to spend time with him. Right. He also talked about the six women at Microsoft that said he had a history of making sexual advances at employees during his marriage even. And so if you want to watch that full interview, that was on CNN, uh, Anderson Cooper. Now, didn't Bill Gates was the one that had the side chick that, you know, his wife allowed him to hang with the side chick like a couple of weekends a year or something like that, allegedly? Allegedly, yes. Mm. Okay. But we don't know. Okay. <laughs> and that is your rumor report. I'm like, he was out there. All right. Now, up next, front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to be talking about Joe Biden. He's discussing Florida and Texas and, and his message to those governors about how they're not allowing people to enforce these mask mandates. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage with no mystery fees, no activation fees, and no contract ever. Simple Mobile, out with the old, in with simple. Terms and conditions at simplemobile.com. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, Kemba Walker, he signed with the New York Knicks. Now, that's after a Thunder buyout, so that's pretty good for my Knicks. And what else we got, Yeezy? Well, Joe Biden is making some remarks about the pandemic, and he has some issues with these Republican governors who are prematurely lifting coronavirus restrictions in their states and also for not allowing, because uh, previously he was allowing these governors to make decisions about what they're going to do with these states. But now certain people are saying that they don't want to have mask mandates in, uh, in place. They don't want to make schools have the kids wear masks. And here is what he had to say about that. Florida and Texas account for one-third of all new COVID-19 cases in the entire country. I say to these governors, please help. But if you aren't going to help, at least get out of the way. That's what he hey. said, huh? Yeah, he's gangster. He actually played that song right after he said it. No, he didn't. Shut up. And he- all right. Well, DeSantis already responded, of course, and instead of... Uh, really discussing that, he kind of switched the topic to the borders. This is a guy who ran for president saying he was going to, quote, shut down the virus. And what has he done? He's imported more virus from around the world by having a wide open southern border. Joe Biden also believes that vaccination should be mandated by force of government. So I think the question is, is we can either have a free society or we can have a biomedical security state. Why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Yeah, I always thought that that a lot of our laws and the way that we the process the laws were, were a little crazy to me. Like, if you think about it, right, we're, we're the United States of America, right? So you would think that everything is the same, but it's not. It's how do you mandate things in New York but not in Florida? Same thing with, with guns. 
How do you allow uh, legal guns in, in certain states, but illegal in certain states? That doesn't make sense to me if you're an American. like. We're, we're, so you think everything should be federal? I honestly do. I honestly do. I don't think that it makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Different states have different needs. Um, Like, for instance, um, I could have, let's say, Florida. I could have, my, I could have a, a gun in Florida and no problems. But that same gun, the same license I have in New York, I'm doing three years in prison. That doesn't make sense to me. That, what that, if there's a lot more gun violence in New York than there was, just say, in Florida? And so part of the initiative is trying to get these guns out of the hands of people instead of making them so accessible, especially when people live so close together. So mm, the laws are different someplace I, I, like New York than they would be in Florida. I, I just don't think I don't think that makes sense. I, I think that if you're going to mandate something, you mandate it across the board. You just, cause, you know, a lot of people might not even know. I, I travel with my gun outside and I've traveled through New York thinking I'm okay and I get arrested and I have to do a year in prison or three years in prison. And I honestly didn't know because it's legal in my state. I just don't. But if you're a gun owner, you know, in every state, the laws are different. So you have to know that when you have a license, it's only for your state. Yeah, but I, I don't think that makes sense. Same thing if I, you know, if I the mask mandate or the vaccine mandate, yeah, you go to certain states, you got to check. Well, is it real in this state? Is it OK in New York, not in New Jersey? Is it OK in Atlanta or, or in Georgia, not in Florida? Like. It's very confusing well, to a lot of people. Is, Everything should just be have, across the board. Just do it across the board. If there's really low numbers in certain states, that's or certain cities even, right? Then they have, um, they might say, okay, seventy percent of the population here is vaccinated. We barely have any cases, so we can lift this now. And then some places might say, look, there's forty percent vaccination rate, and our hospitals are overflowing. We need to reinstate this. Yeah, but you had over a hundred thousand people not go to roll a federal. And that hundred thousand mm-hmm. people weren't all from Florida. They, yeah, they 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 travel back to New Jersey, travel back to New York, travel back to Georgia, travel back to Arkansas, travel back to Houston. They travel back to all these different places. So it's not just that you know these are hundred and what fifty thousand people went to Rolling Loud, a hundred thousand people went to La, La Palooza. They travel from all these La- different places. Well, let me tell you what the Arkansas governor had to say. He said he regrets signing a ban on mask mandates in schools, and he wants the state legislature to reverse that decision signed it at the time because our cases were at a very low point. Everything has changed now. And yes, in hindsight, I wish uh, that had not become law. Uh, But it is the law, and the only chance we have is either to amend it or for the courts to uh, say that it has an unconstitutional uh, foundation. Yeah, part of the reasons why we have local elections and these local officials is because they're supposed to determine what's best for the area where you live. You know, so when it comes to housing, when it comes to education, when it comes to even these mask mandates, when it comes to all of these things, it's different and different needs for different uh, cities and different states. I don't know. It's confusing. I just think if you're going to do it, you do it across the board. It, it, that's that's the way to make sense to me. But Like right now, Mississippi has only six open ICU beds. Arkansas only has 25 as the Delta variant uh, is is fueling this whole COVID surge. Right. So there's all kinds of issues in certain uh, places. And that is your front page news. All right. Now, um, up next, Little Mo will be joining us. We're going to kick it with Little Mo when we come back. And also, Charlemagne is out today, so we're going to open up the phone lines. Who do you want to give Donkey to? You can give it to your mama, your pappy, your baby mama, your baby daddy, your friend, a coworker, your boss. It doesn't matter. 800 radio personality. 1051. Whoever you want to give Donkey of the day to, call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Lil Mo. Lil Mo, what's happening? What are you doing now? 
I see you doing music again. You know, yeah. you're doing TV. What, do you, what is what is Mo Hold doing? on. Let's ask Mo how she's doing first. How are you? I'm doing good. Okay. Honestly, it's it, I'm in a different mental, emotional, financial, everything. Like, I'm di- on a different level up right now. Mm-hmm. On, the pandemic was one of the best things that could have happened to me mm-hmm. because, um, shoot, I'm I'm one of the 4.0 club. So I've been running around the world since I was 15. Mm-hmm. So this whole year off, like that's the this is the longest in my life I've ever sat down. Wow. I would have a whole baby yeah. and be outside two weeks later be like, when she get her shots, we out, we on the road. <laughs> so <laughs> to finally have to like just literally sit your ass down and handle your business, I literally started everything from scratch, leveled up, and, and the glow is translucent. But I'm doing great. Like God is the greatest. I'm glad to hear that. I'm so wild. I'm gonna need you, Mo. Okay. Uh, this is so left. I'm writing a book, right? You know, me and the wife writing a book together, right? Yeah. A relationship book. And yesterday we were talking about, you know, who we wanted to 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 write something in the book about our relationship and seen it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought you've been there, ups and downs and lefts and right. You've been in my pool. You've been yeah. in my house. And my kids the- to this day, because I told them I was coming to New York and they wanted to come. I said, y'all got football practice and this stuff is too expensive to be saying you want to go to New York. When can we go back to Uncle Envy's house? My daughter, Goddess. That that's super introverted that don't even like people loves coming to y'all no, I need you to write something but Charlamagne wrote something something really really dope so I need you to write something oh really yeah, something. yeah I revealed our relationship that we've had <laughs> we've had for the past 10 years I don't know did they edit it they kept it in we kept it just like that just like you <laughs> okay alright because you've been there for the whole thing you've been the podcast you've always came to support me so I, yeah. I definitely want you on, on that side note no but, problem what, what is Mo doing now honestly I, I picked a side like I realized people heard me talk, people saw me on reality TV, but people love me most when I sing. Mm-hmm. So back in the studio, literally during the pandemic, when everything was shut down, I um, was like, it's time to get back to singing because I haven't lost my voice and I haven't lost, like I haven't missed a beat. And I'm not trying to compete with anybody like with the young artists. I got my own lane and I realized that the lane that I created still hasn't been, like I'm, I'm an R&B singer, that has a rapper's name, the tattoos, the hairstyles. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all oh, that is coming back. And people's like, yo, Mom, I'm going to give you your flowers because you've been setting trends for 20. I literally just celebrated 20 years of my first album yeah. being Based out. Based on a true story. Yeah. yeah. So it's like 20 years in the game. A lot of people don't last that long or they around. You be like, damn, what happened to Shorty? Like, they don't even look the same. Like, I think I look younger, better, more happier you look the and same. focused now. Yeah. And I ain't had no work done. I don't think I need to go get a BBL or something. <laughs> yeah, you good, you good, Mo. You good. You feel me? Now, did you ever, did you stop doing music because you, why did you stop doing music? Let me ask that question. Because I know when you do radio and reality TV, it's just like, I knew that when I had to do rumor reports or entertainment and stuff, because it was considered a conflict of interest, I knew that when you do radio, you have to be focused on that. So there were times I would have to go on tour and I would be waking up in the morning and be in a different city, have to broadcast. It's just like, it's it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yo, I, I didn't want to burn myself out. So now that I'm just focused on singing and just like people just like, yo, Mo, we miss you. And I'm booked and busy and crazy now. Like I just came out. Like people are literally paying me a lot of money. And that's why I was like, I'm glad I fell back because it felt like people was paying me to go away. Now that they, they miss you, they just like, bitch, what's the ticket? And I'm like, oh, if is rappers, baby mothers is getting it's to just sit there, but y'all want me to come sing? Yo, I need that bag. I got five kids. And you got records. You got records yeah. you can still perform. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, that still transcend and translate well 
now absolutely to to this generation is crazy people like you i grew up to your songs was just in atlanta was the day before this Mm -hmm. and one of the girls she owns two clubs and it's lit young chick she was like shout her out uh, I love the shout out. Nouveau, ATL. Nouveau, ATL. So it's one in ATL, one in Jonesboro. So I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I thought it was owned by, I ain't gonna even hold you, by a rich white man because mm-hmm. the way it was set up. But it was a young black girl. She was like, Dope. I grew up to your music. And she said, when I opened this location, I just had to have you here. So wow. just to see, her, my song was out when she was like five, six years old. Now she owning two clubs and them shit is up and just amazing and beautiful. So I was just like, damn. So... My, yeah. my my favorite Mo song I can't even find on the streaming services, and I be looking for it. Oh. Gangster, over the oh, yeah, they uh, took that off. what was that? Gin and Juice beat. Yeah, I got love and we had a for remix these streets because um, these streets are part of me. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, keep it, it gangster because I guess it like we couldn't say gangster back then, so it was probably scared the consumer. What? But now you can say I'm gonna kill everybody in this bitch and get away with it. Oh, so, I yeah. thought it was the beat because of maybe. No, we paid it for that. It was a single, right? It was a yeah. single. Yeah. And we did. Jay Brown hooked it up. Like, that's how when I first met Snoop, he took me to Snoop House. We're the one, the house in the Cali where the Coyotes is at, where you can't be outside. Oh, they will eat your ass up. Mm-hmm. So I did the remix with Snoop, and then I started working with all of them. Like, the doors was open back then. So it's just like, I, I miss that feeling. Mm-hmm. So I want that again. And everybody just been showing love and saluting. And so. I'm gonna run it up. They need to put that back on the streaming services immediately. But they, matter of fact, they just added based on the true story because it was on that album as well as uh, Meet the Girl Next Door. It got added to streaming sites and digital platforms October of 2020. So for shoot, 22, 20 years, yeah. Oh, I so Gangsta's on now? Yeah. Don't bullshit. Yeah, me. Who did that record? Oh, shoot. Who did Gangsta? I don't even remember. I thought it was Clue. Wasn't Clue? No. He just did Superwoman and like all the stuff I did like with them back in the day. I don't or, see based on a true story on it. It's on It's on all streaming platforms. I'm on title. Oh, for real? It should be on title. The anniversary. Oh, there you go. Hey. Yeah. Hey. This Y'all been looking for this song forever. Little yeah. Mo. Well, let's get into a mini mix. Let's start it off with Gangsta. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're back. It's DJ MV, the Breakfast Club. Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. Little Mo is here. Yeah. Now, what, what? I didn't see your Drink Champs interview. So, oh, so, yeah. so you talked about Ja Rule and Irv. What, what did you say yeah. about them? I said good things. Okay. Um, 20 years ago when we were touring and running around, I didn't... I would say I didn't handle the admin the right way. I was hype. Yo, can you get on the song? Can you get on this song? So I was running around. I was the hottest. I was the female neck dog. I was on everybody's hooks. Mm-hmm. But there was one time um, I was doing promo with them, and they said they wasn't getting paid. But then by accident, the uh, booking agent sent me a deposit to my house, but it was for Ja. And I think back then he was getting like 25000 a show, but I wasn't getting nothing. And then when Put It On Me came out, I Cry was already on the album. When Put It On Me came out, that was striped on there later. So I'm thinking that, oh, these, we retiring the record, that my shit gonna be run, the, like, I'm gonna have a bag. And then it, my name wasn't on the thing. And I was like, whoa. So you never so, got paid for none of those records? No, and I actually hired Seiko, Willie Gary and Associates. He had his son. I tried to like sue and everything. They was just like, it was so much litigation going on with that whole album. It was just like. So wait a minute. From Put It On Me and all the records that you did with Irvin Jai, you mm-hmm. don't get paid no royalties and none for of the publishing? I Cry and for uh, Somebody's Gonna Die Tonight that I did on Romeo Must Die. But later they added in for Put It On Me, I get 2.5%. Wow. Yeah. Did so you- play my part. Play that song without my part. 
<laughs> no, like people gonna be like, nah, it is what it is. Right. So it was just like, you know, I realized then, like, handle your business. But Nori was like, well, do you think job might have not know? I said, you're absolutely right because he wasn't even at that session. We was at right track. Me and Dura was in there. I made mm-hmm. everybody get out. I did my part, and I was just Leo came in there. And they was just like, yo, this record's gonna be out of here. So I thought it was gonna be up, but that was yeah, that was the time where you'd be like twenty years but later. Those are the records that will, will you know take care of your family for life because they still play those records. Yeah, to this day, cry. and they're adult appropriate. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's just even to this day when I perform those records at because I've done shows with John. I'm like right before the pandemic, me, him, and Ashanti. And when those songs come on, the way the people, I don't even have to sing it. People still act like it just came out. Classic. So yeah. Did Jai reach out after the Drink Champs interview? I mean, I know you and Jai already. Jai actually called Nori while we was at the interview, and he was like, "Yo, I got Moe. She's talking about you." I was like, "I'm saying good things because I realized we was young. we was what 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. We was babies, mm-hmm. so we didn't know no better. So now I get it. So now it's just like I handle my business, and I'm glad that because life is short, mm-hmm. and you just never know what's gonna happen. We lost a lot of people and things during this whole time, so it's just like. I don't want to go out like that. Just Absolutely. be like, we got these hit records together and I've seen your kids grow up. Like, that mm-hmm. shit, that shit don't sit well with my spirit. So it just got to the point where it's just like, nah, we're going to make this right. And we got a chance to, you know, to to bury that. But it's still some people, I just be like, you know, some things disappointed me, but now I'm to the point where I don't even let that get to me no more. That's why I was just like, you know, I'll just do my own music. Because even though we have those records together, um, I, like I was always featured on Jaws records. He was never featured on mine, and I was mm. like, "Damn, I forgot. I never thought about that." Mm. You feel me? Was he, so, didn't wanna, was he didn't want to do it, or he didn't want to clear it at the time? I think it was. You know, Def Jam. Remember, they had that run where you couldn't get nothing on the radio, nothing on TV. So you know, they just had it sold up. So it was like we could clear it for this, but they wasn't clearing it for that. So it was just Got like you. I would rather honestly. It, they was just they was just lit, and I was signed to a whole nother label, so it Electra. was almost like yeah. Electra, yeah. And Electra and Def Jam was that's like two separate entities, mm-hmm. and you know it it was just like I was just talking to uh, Court Digger. He used to be on the road with me back I then. Court Digger back on the road. So yeah. it's like just to get these people back in my circle, just be like, cause I know your work ethic. I know you're gonna be on. T- we was out here nine thirty. We was here nine twenty nine. Don't so play crazy. with her. You know what's so crazy about Court Digger? I I don't think I ever. I think I might have met him one time. Mm-hmm. But he texts me at least once a week about something back yeah. in the day. From then till now. And, yeah. And he, he, he's, he's very persistent. He's still the same now as Absolutely. he was then. And like he still, I was just in Atlanta with, um, what's his name? Louis, oh God. Louis V. Louis V. Louis V. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, yeah, was just, like yeah. And that's, he was like, yo, he won't have brunch. It was 10 o'clock in the morning. He was like, meet him at one. We was there. I was just like, what the hell? He called he was like, he was like, yo, is Little Mo on time? I was like, Mo will be on time. I was there. Mm-hmm. I was there. That's one, and that's one thing. I honestly, I learned that earlier through my PR. They was just like, as long as you're on time, you'll have longevity. Mm-hmm. When you respect people's time, they're gonna always, they're gonna always want you around. So one thing about me is I'm gonna be on time. What's, what's, what's your relationship with Fat? I'm glad you asked that question. Mm-hmm. Business wise, both. I want business okay. and uh, personal. personal. We gonna always be cool. Mm-hmm. Like we got time in. Mm-hmm. Like before, where he was just spelling his name on clues, mixtapes. I would say now. Like, I'll be honest. I sent him the record that I got with T-Pain first, like two months before, and he didn't get back. He didn't call you back or nothing? No. Really? He was like, no, he had texted me back. He was like, I got you, Mo. And I'm like, okay, you want to check? Like, he was like, nah, like, I'm not going to charge you, but he didn't get back. And I felt some type of way, like, in my spirit. It was just like, 
everybody, when I go to my social media, Nor even say, he said, when I ask a question, people are like, mm-hmm. yo, is Mo and Fab going to ever do something? Before the pandemic, he was doing a tour and I was touring, so we was going to link up. But, you know, things happen and he just ain't get back. And I sent it to T-Pain and he sent it back like three days later. Did you remind Fab again? Because Fab is a forgetful dude. No, me, I me did. Me and Fab all the time, but there's two things I asked Fab and I got to ask him like, oh, E, my bad, I forgot. And all because because I know him, like so I know Fab, so yeah, you know I know him. him. So, but I was just like, like, but you still feel away. Yeah, because it's yeah. like you That's don't Fab. Get, yeah, like send me the vocals at four o'clock, like Jay did. Yay, mm-hmm. the fuck? you feel me? Or mm-hmm. just like, oh, I forgot, sis. Like we, I be forgetting, but I don't forget my people. But Fab ain't like that. You know, Fab is the type you can pull up to his crib. And you know where yeah. Fab lives. And you can pull up, knock on the door. Emily is Fab home. Okay, Fab, I need you to do like, Fab come outside. Yeah. yeah. Tell Fab to come outside. Like, he's that tight. Yeah. But he, but he forgets. But I, I just wanted, because. And I ain't safe, but I, I don't know that situation, but I just know Fab. Yeah, he do be forgetting. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person, like, I'll show you. I'll be like, yo, so you get that record. Like, I understand the studios were shut down. So I just feel that we're in a time now that whatever. Listen, it wasn't meant for him to be on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to feel a type of way because at the end of the day, we have history. But one thing that that I I do know is that I think that if he and I would have did like a, a EP, because we have a lot of, so if we did something, the way people love Missy and Tim, like we have mm-hmm. that chemistry. So I'm never going to let anything come between that. But it's just like, you know, if we never, a lot of people, like every day, when is you and Fab going to do something? I'll be like, damn, will y'all leave us alone? Like, it's just certain people, he's November 18th, I'm November 19th. Mm. So like, people are like, yo, I thought y'all was really brothers and sisters. That's the he is. So it's just like, Fab, send the vocals. Why haven't y'all done a project together? That would make so much sense for y'all to do an EP. I think so too, because like, he running around, like we outside is open and, I'm the energy, he's the vibe. Mm-hmm. It just would make perfect sense. So I don't, like, is he even still doing music? I'd be wanting to ask him, because I haven't mm-hmm. heard him even do, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, he sent me something last, uh, when the George Floyd stuff happened, rest, rest in peace to him, like, he sent me something, um, Summertime Shootout. So I remixed it, I was like, listen, the studio not open, but I'm gonna sneak in, and I sent it back that next day, and then I guess they went a different direction, so I didn't know where he was, mm-hmm. like, if he was doing, like, revamping all the mixtapes and stuff. But it was just like, he gonna always be family, but to the world, if me and Fab don't ever do another song together, no, I sent him the track. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got more with Little Mo when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Little Mo. No, Mo, how's, how's the love life, Mo? I love looking at your page to get inspiration. Just like, yo, I'm really to a point where I ain't gotta be attached to no n- to, to level up like mm-hmm. I really realized like damn every time I I used to get irked or upset when somebody be like damn bitch every time I turn around you would have knew I'd be like well stop turning around then <laughs> like, <laughs> you feel me but now it's just like focus on you Mo focus on your glow focus okay. on these kids because at the end of the day I'm a single mom of five like you gotta make this happen one thing about me is I'm a hustler so it's it, you just gotta make it do what it do you think Period. you had a lot of trauma bonds with people? Yeah. 
Mm. And what's crazy was that's not how I was raised. My parents are about to celebrate 46 years of being married. Wow, wow. congratulations. And they're both, wow. thank you. Like, I was like, ain't nobody but Jesus been with somebody that long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think y'all y'all going to y'all gonna make it to them numbers. I ain't going to mm-hmm. make them football numbers. Because I was just like, damn, after this. Like, my was like 666. I felt like uh, somebody must have worked a root or something like that. On damn, me. really? Hold on. Yeah. There you go, that root. Yeah. So listen, hold on. Six years, six years, six years? Yeah. 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 That's the Yikes. Yeah, Hell yeah. Like that's the mark of the beast. So I was just like, nah, I'm through with all that because I always see the good in people, and I always try to, you know, bring mm-hmm. that out. But then it wasn't looking good on the, like, to the world. It just looked like, damn, this bitch can't stay married. It's like, nah, I can stay married. But can't stay faithful, and that's not how I grew up. So I grew up around family. So when I was attracting things that people that wasn't conducive to the way I grew up, that started affecting my business right. and my brand it's just like nah i can't do that if it was hurting me and then to see what i had to go through the public eye from domestic abuse mm. and from just like a drug addiction like shit like that like i knew that hurt my family i was tired of hurting myself and hurting my family so i literally had to level up i had to grow up did any of the kids tell you to, to stop bringing dudes home no okay because what's crazy is i would be married to them, but my daughters be like like they wouldn't be around them my parents honestly raised my daughters. They mm-hmm. was like, we'll just keep them away. And even with my, like, it's just weird. I have a whole husband. My kids wouldn't even. Acknowledge him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What's your relationship with your parents? Our family is so cool and so laid back. And both of my parents are preachers. So when I'm out here running around, those are my biggest supporters. So they know, like, I'm here today. You a PK? Yeah. A BK. Wow. My dad's a bishop. That's the wow. highest level of uh, ap- apostolism that you can go. So I know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. All the wrong I did, that was of my own volition. I don't know, my rebellious Scorpio that I was on, it's just like, you know, you ain't got to be that way, Mo. So the fact that I'm still here, still alive, still breathing, still have a fan base, I'm not going to ever take that for granted again. I took a lot of for granted because I thought it was going to always be around. And I always thought, oh, everybody going to know a little Mo, but sometimes don't be lit. So the ones that were there when I was at a dark low point, Cause it got it gets real for everybody in life. It don't matter how much money you have. When you get when you hit rock bottom mentally, emotionally, and in your heart, you just like the. F- Did you do anything in regards to your mental health and your emotional well being? Did you start yeah. going to therapy? Did you? Yes, and okay. because of the pandemic, we had to do it with t- telepathy. Yeah, and I actually did it with telehealth. Yeah, telehealth. Yeah, and I did it with my sons because I wanted to be sure that. You know, you never know what kids are going through, and I never wanted them to grow and be like, well, Ma, you got married so many times, and so that made me, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, nah, like, don't, whatever my demons or my darkness, I don't want that to, I don't want my sins to transcend down to my children. But mentally, I didn't realize how mentally up I was because I was always the person front line and joining in people's stuff and like, oh, well, I'm going I'm to salute, I'm going to show love. And then when that love wasn't coming back mm-hmm. or the respect wasn't there, I was just like, nah. I'm not going out like that. I worked too hard, too many years, put too much blood, sweat, and f- this, and almost died. Because that's why I'm just like, my manager's like, oh, you ain't got your baby here stuff. I'm like, nah, f- that. The reason why this right here like this, remember I got bust upside my head? Mm-hmm. 23 stitches. What is it? Huh? This is with stitches. So it oh, doesn't okay, grow okay, back. Okay. So that's my reminder. I got tattoos and I got the scars to prove that I've been, three days before my first album came out, June 23rd. Like, my sh- somebody bust me upside my sh- Like, I'm an R&B singer. What the f***? But now I made you a got no fight. No, I was leaving a club in uh, San Francisco, mm. and it was an R and B night. And a guy just came. And was like, "Little Mo, 
Ah, bust my shit. And I was like, oh, shoot. My, I was on the West Coast and my dad was on the East Coast and blood was dripping down my head. And I was like, get my dad on the phone because I know he'll pray for me because I was like, I do not want to die. For what? Just, like, just randomly? Just, they, just random. They was like, it was a lot going on that night anyway. Like, I remember I think I did the show. Was I know Case was there. It was a couple of the artists. People's like they was just wilding that mm -hmm. night. So I don't know if it was a, a heavy dark liquor night or whatever. The Casamigos was that out then? No, nah, nah, oh, okay. That must I mean, have it been. might have been, but I wasn't drinking. No, yeah, no, I, I think it was just Henny back then. So it was just a random person. Did just they a catch random. The person? Did he get arrested or nothing? To this day, no. And uh, no. I just remember just damn. I gotta get on a flight like this. And remember when Martin Fort Tommy Hearns and his head swelled mm -hmm. up? Yeah, yeah, My yeah. head swelled up like I was just like two days Yo. before your album came out. Yep. And think about that. That's a trauma you probably have never unpacked ever. You just, you so could, you just kept, you kept it moving. Yeah. That's one thing about me. Even from my divorces, I didn't realize. Like, I literally be like, all right, well, I'll file, get it over with, boom, boom, I'm out. And I never dealt with, like, damn, like, how is this affecting you? How is this affecting your kids? Like, yeah. all that shit has an effect. And it's crazy. Even stuff from, you know, my childhood, from molestation but I'm super protective on my kids like nope you ain't spending like don't you go they be like mom why can't we go in people's house they don't have no mm -hmm. I be like they can have a dungeon in there you don't know what the mm -hmm. f can't adult like you're not allowed like it's and they, they, they don't understand where that comes from I literally had that conversation with my daughter two days ago yeah you're sleeping why you gonna sleep over their house for it no, yeah, no like, you they, ain't they, they come over the here night. but you ain't sleeping over there like yeah like no and then I don't want them over here either and I realized I was I don't know why I started attracting like so many damaged people I think it's because I have a naturally healing nature so i thought i could really heal everybody i thought i was like benny hen or somebody but i'm like nah all bitch because, you're broken so what the f like how are you, you trying to heal people and i had to admit that and once you admit that and stop blaming on people oh because of this and that, i was just like yo i had to take ownership and accountability for all my actions the things that i accepted that i allowed that i took part in you know what i'm saying and and that's a hard pill to swallow when you gotta stand in that mirror and be like yo like what you want your legacy mm -hmm. to be? There's still so much hustle and drive and focus and and money out here to get. Word up, word so, up. You know, people are like, well, what can you give me for encouragement? I'd be like, yo, just keep going. That's right. Keep going because if you quit, like you just did a disservice to yourself and to God. Like we literally have free will, free like when you realize freedom and shoot, man, I'm not taking nothing for granted no more. Mm -mm. I pre and go to up. therapy. Yeah, you know, but I've really seen the growth in you. Like I seen all y'all when y'all was young. I remember, mm -hmm. remember, because they used to try to scare me when you used to work, you know, back in the day, and you with know, who tell me with Wendy. Okay, got gotcha, you. And gotcha. they used to be like, well, when you go up there, they're gonna grill you. This sounds like, well, I ain't scared. So I really went in on defense. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, he cool as shit. And now to this day, just to to honestly personally see the growth, I be so I be hype. I be Man, like, yes, you. if he could goddamn do it, <laughs> I know I can. You know what I'm saying? Like people would be going off and they talk crazy, and I'm just like, me wanting to join it. Like, yo, nah, I know his character. Like, don't f do that. Stop bringing up that old shit, mother. Keep keep it moving. Right, now, thank let me, you. Let me ask you a question, right? Now you have done a lot of joints, right? I'm yeah. looking at some of them now. And I'm like, do, do you feel like people don't respect the stuff that you've done? Like, I'm just looking at all the stuff, like stuff that I don't Name I them off, name about. them off, yeah, name I them off. I mean, I mean, stuff from, of course, the Jay-Z park a lot pimping she did to Hard. Missy Elliott to, of course, Fabulous, Hot Boy. I didn't know you, you know, you knew she was on Wifey Net? Yo, you know no, what's crazy? I, know I just, the thing I did in Atlanta was me, Nivea, and RL. 
So after I'm done, I'm like, thank y'all. I'm a little more. RL comes up. So I'm like, oh, Lord, what he about to do? Because, like, I used to be on tour with them. And he was just like, I don't know if y'all know what he's saying. And he was like, that was my sister. Mom. I was walking by in the studio because I used to work with KG a lot. And I was walking by. He was like, sis, can you come do these ad libs? And I did that. The songs were ideal. So I just always was in the right place at the I didn't right know you time. Did my wifey. She did yeah. Hot Boys. You know, you know Hot Boys. I knew she was on Hot Boys. Of yeah. course, uh, put it on me. I cry. Yeah. Pray for me. Mob Deep, a little more. Oh, that was my sh. That was the first song off the um, LL Cool J, little more. The Infamy album. Yeah. Infamous album. And to this day, like, you know what's crazy too? What happened? That's crazy. Um, Because when I told people the uh, story on how I got Superwoman, how. Initially, because the beat don't sound, it didn't initially sound like that. But when I did Superwoman Part Two, how that beat was initially for MOP, mm-hmm. one uh, Billy Dan's, he and me was like, "Yo, sis, like that's crazy that you remember." Like I don't forget how it might be for somebody else, but if you're in the right place at the right time, it's for you. So Damn, my MOP on it. Superwoman. Yeah, but because you hear the beat now with the melody, yeah. but if you just would have heard the, and, 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 you'd be like, yeah, what the it f-? It's just like a a sound that it just was different then. So yo, I seen DJ Envy. I was like, what did you do that? But yeah, she did the one. She did the record on my album. Yeah, the Ja Rule Vita that Ja charged me a lot of money for. Let's play let's, more record. Let's now. get to a new Mo record. Oh yeah, you want to introduce Mo? You 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 shining you star. Yeah, it's like, I always call this like Superwoman and Forever Reloaded. So, them songs is 20 years old, but Shining Star featuring T-Pain, who literally, the day he checked his DMs, he was like, yo, sis. Because I sent it to him like months before, but he really wasn't checking his DMs. And then he got back back with me. He said, I'm in L.A. I got this song I'm about to do with Kalani. Once we get off the night show, they did, uh, I think it was Fallon. He said, I fly back to the East Coast. Let me get a nap and I got you. And I was like, the last person said that they got me ain't get me. He said, I promise. <laughs> so when you say I promise, let me see your pinky. Like, I want to know for real. Pinky, you feel right? me? I'm like, you. and he kept his word. That's what it is. Shining star. Little Mo T. Payne, shining star. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. By the way, that little Mo song sound pretty good. Yeah, shout to Mo. I just want to say that. All right, now, Sanaa Lathan is talking about some changes that she's made in her life. And for three years, she has stopped drinking. She said that she stopped about three years ago. She said alcohol was not going well with me physically. It was not working anymore. It affects everything. And that's part of the reason why I stopped. Because even if you're, even if you're going out a couple of times a week and you're drinking, it definitely was starting to affect her through the week. She said it wouldn't necessarily be a hangover. It dimmed her energy, she said. I didn't feel as good. It was affecting anxiety. You don't realize how over time it gets your brain out of balance. So she said she educated herself on it, what it does. Mm-hmm. She said her mother never drank. And she's probably the funnest person the happiest person because there's this whole belief that you can only have fun with alcohol yeah i mean you know you know what um thinking about it now i've never really seen my dad drink that much my mom i've never seen drink my family they they don't drink at all my dad would have a beer a heineken or two but other than that they they don't really drink and they always had the best time gia hardly drinks you you give gia one shot and she's gone and you know that but i've seen i've seen that yeah yeah, one shot but you know (laughs) but i don't even drink that much either Right. And she also said she had a best friend who died suddenly. She wasn't sick. It was unexpected. She said she didn't process it. And so on top of suddenly losing her best friend, she started dealing with all this trauma all at once. She started getting panic attacks. She didn't know what it was either. So that's why she's uh, started meditating as well. She went to a doctor. Mm. The doctor said this is a result of the trauma you did not process correctly. It's your body handling it. And so she tried some holistic things. 
All right. So shout out to Sana Lathan for being really open and honest about that as well. She has a new movie, Hit and Run, that premieres on Netflix tomorrow. Gotcha. Now, Kalani also said she stopped smoking weed years ago. She was on TikTok and she explained that decision. I loved weed when I had it. I don't think that I was using it correctly. I think I was overusing it. I wasn't the most productive pothead. It really, really messed with my vocal cords. I stopped to regulate my body myself. I mean, I had got to the point where I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't be at a social gathering, I couldn't kick it without smoking weed, and I just didn't want it to have that hold on my life anymore. She also said she's not judging the weed smokers. She said, get it, girl. So... She's not saying, you know, she has an issue with other smokers. It just wasn't right for her gotcha. anymore. Mm-hmm. And now Barack Obama has canceled his 60th birthday celebration. I saw a lot of outlets reporting that he was having a party. Then he was making it smaller. Uh, at first, they said that he was not going to be hosting uh, all 500 guests. It was going to be less than that. And they've been, been planning this for months. They wanted to make it COVID safe. But with this Delta variant, they decided it was too dangerous. And now he's canceled it altogether. He's going to just have his close friends and family uh, in attendance. We don't know what that headcount is, but a lot smaller. Yeah, that sucks. He's turning 60. I, I don't see why he would cancel. I'm sure he canceled it because the press is on his ass. But... It's to the point they were going to do things the right way. They were going to uh, test everybody before they came in. They were going to make people quarantine. They said, I don't have a problem with that. If, you, if you're going to do it the right way, you're going to test everybody. You're going to make sure people are vaccinated. What's the problem with it? I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, and they said, you know, the bad thing about it is that a lot of people that booked hotels, a lot of those hotels have strict cancellation policies right now because it was going to be in Martha's Vineyard. So... People aren't going to get their money back. And there's about 200 people locally who thought they were going to have some type of work that day. So now yeah. they're not going to have any work. But That sucks. And it's that man's 60th birthday. I'm sure a lot of the people there can afford a hotel room. I've seen people on that list like Oprah. I'm sure she'll be yeah. all right with the hotel rooms. But like Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'll be all right with that little bread, bread they losing. But, I mean, the man should be able to have his birthday party. He only turns 60 once. Let him, let him celebrate. I mean, he can. I guess he decided on his own. He didn't want to risk it. No, the press, other the, the press probably forced him to, to say, you know what, let's back out. It's not looking right. But he should be able to celebrate that. All right. Well, and he is. It's just going to be a lot smaller. It's not going to be 500 people anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. And that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlemagne is out. So that means the phone lines are open. If you want to give somebody donkey of the day. Phone lines, 800-585-1051. It could be your mama, your daddy, your baby mama, your baby daddy, your coworker, your boss, your friend, your neighbor. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whoever it is. Uh, somebody on your team. Whatever. 800-585-1051. Give them donkey today. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. New stories, new secrets, new episodes. The groundbreaking music documentary series Behind the Music is back, exclusively on Paramount Plus, spotlighting new and legacy artists reliving the biggest moments of their journeys. Stream it exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that's it's how they choose. Call in now, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Ayana from hey. New York, but just recently moved to New York. Hey, Ayana, who you want to give Donkey <laughs> today to? My baby daddy in New York for being a Debbie. Oh, man. Uh-oh. What part of New York? I just want to make sure he's not from Brooklyn. Definitely Brooklyn. Nah, I'm from Harlem, but we moved upstate to Binghamton. And it's okay. like, bro, got four <sighs> kids, two of mine, and the other three, he's just a Debbie too. So it just sucks. Damn it, man. 
So he don't pay, sorry, he don't pay or see the, all the babies, huh? I mean, I got two of them. The other baby moms got the other two, but I don't know. Homeboys is a Debbie. I'm shouting out to all the single moms that's doing it 25 7, 365 days a year, getting these kids ready back to school. I love you guys. You guys are the best. Thank you, mama. Hello, who's this? Uh-oh. Yo, what's going on, DJ NB Angela? This is Jay from Brooklyn. What's going on, people? What's up? It's, it's Angela Brooklyn. Yee, but go ahead, bro. Who you want to give Donkey to? Nah, bro. Honestly, man, I got to represent for Charlotte, man. I'm giving Donkey of the day to all the people who don't check on the strong friends, my brother. We are going through, just like y'all talked about this pandemic, everything is going so crazy. And I think a lot of people, you know what I mean, the ones who are strong for others, we rarely get checked on, man. So I'm giving Donkey to all those who, you know what I mean, really aren't keeping the good ones first. Check on your strong ones, people. They're strong for a reason. You're strong so much. Somebody got to knock the door, too, and see how you're doing. All right, brother. Well, Jay, thank you. how are you doing, Jay? How are you doing as the strong Yo, friend? You know what, Angela Yee? I am doing okay. How are you guys doing? Let's practice this for real. Y'all good? There we go. You see, Envy tried to move on. I just wanted to check on him. I'm a little constipated, bro. If you really want to know, I'm a little constipated, man. I ain't Yo, doing number brother, two in two days, man. Yo, all you need is some English tea, man. <laughs> some tea or some coffee. Let it run through you, brother. You'll be all yep, right. Yeah, get some coffee. That all coffee right, would definitely let it run through. Well, thank you for checking up on me, Jay. Appreciate that. You, you know the vibe. How do you make Appreciate this about his best somehow? Love you guys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, what, yo, it's your boy Woodsy. Woodsy, what's yo, up? Yo, Woodsy. Go ahead, man. Who you giving donkey to? Man, I'm trying to give Donkey of the day to Victor, man. A good old friend of mine. We go back 10-plus years. You try to talk to my baby moms, man. You get Donkey of the day Ooh, for that. Ooh, no, he didn't. Hold on. Back it up. So what happened with Victor and your baby mom? She told you? Man, man, he tried to act like he didn't know who I was. He slid in her DM, tried to holler at her. She just hit me up like, yo, your boy trying to talk to me. I hit him up about it. He, he tried to ignore it, but I seen the DMs, man. You get Donkey of the day for that. Damn it, man. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Uh, Liz Kia, what's up, MB? What's up, Yee? What's up, Mama? Who you want to get donkey to, Mama? I'm I'm coming from Jersey. Um, my donkey today goes to Millennium, the director, for being a donkey. She's truly a donkey. What happened? They hired me as the manager, and um, they knew that I had a young a young baby, and um, I have to pick up my son from daycare. So, the manager that was training me thought that she was going to use the excuse that I can't do my job because I have to pick up my son from daycare and that she can give the job to another um, to another CMA that wanted it. Right. You can't demote a person that never was promoted. I was hired as the manager. I wasn't promoted into the manager position. So I'm getting ready to get paid. That's all. So she gets the donkey oh, today. Let's get that money, girl. She gets the donkey today for allowing her mentor and her regional manager to try to push me out. Yeah. All right. I hope it all works out. For I you. hope it works out for you too, mama. Thank you. It's definitely discriminatory and you can't, you just can't do that. All right, mama. Well, they get donkey today. Hello. Who's this? What's going on? It's your boy, Brandon Royal. Straight out of the Virgin Islands, man. We're good. See? Big fan of the show, by the way. Who you want to give donkey today to, brother? And I which island? I give my donkey, um, St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin right. Islands. Why you want to give him donkey? So you just played a clip of him saying they need to shut down the borders. That's going to help with Corona. Don't be stupid, DeSantis. Come on. You think people coming in on the borders are just handing out coronavirus? Like, here, coronavirus for you, coronavirus for you. No. Lollapalooza had how many people in it? Over 100,000. They're 100, not 000. wearing masks. They're not getting vaccines. 
That's what the problem is. That's who should get the donkey today. He's a moron. The right. fact that you don't want to protect these kids in schools who aren't vaccinated exactly. or anything, you don't even want them to wear masks. You're not saying you exactly. can't go to school, you can't go out. We're saying just wear a mask. Protect just other people, protect yourself. wear a mask and social distance. That's going to help. Mm -hmm. not, the, not closing the borders. All right. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Big fan of the show. Yes, sir. All right, donkey today, 800-585-1051. Now, when we come back, ask Yee. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Uh, Strip. All right, that's your fake name, but take us off Bluetooth, brother, or take us off speaker. Rich, take got us you. off. I got you. All right, <laughs> what's your question for you? Well, I guess my question is, do you ever think, I don't want to kind of give you the whole rundown of the situation, but do you think it's ever possible for a guy who's maybe been done with his daughter's mom for a while now, is ever to a point where a woman can actually get comfortable with being able to... Um, well, she says she can, she's okay with being able to hear my situation with, you know, anyone I get involved with. And um, like I said, recently I've tried to explain to her a lot of what I've got going on in my personal life. And uh, sometimes it seems like she can kind of handle it. And some other times she kind of just goes off the handle. And I regret, I regret it every single time that I tend to tell her stuff. So why are you telling her? Because she makes it okay. And honestly, I trust her judgment a lot. It's never really biased, and it really kind of seems like it just comes from the heart. But it but is biased if she goes off the handle sometimes. You're right. You're absolutely right. I guess it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very unbalanced thing. It's a very unbalanced thing because, like I said, sometimes she's okay with it. She'll give me the most logical advice, while other times it's like, uh, well, why the hell are you lying to her? Why I'm saying she feels as though she deserves a lot of respect upon what she's done or has to endure over the years. And um, listen, this is your child's. This is your child's uh, mother, right? That exactly, you're confiding yeah. in about your new relationships or whatever else you have going on. Why are you torturing her and yourself like that? You have to set boundaries. If it doesn't apply or have anything to do with you guys co-parenting, then set those boundaries. If it doesn't have to do with your child being around this woman or you saying, okay, look, I'm going to introduce her to this woman. If it's not anything that's necessary that has to do with that, that's also not fair to who you're dating. Imagine how a woman would feel knowing that you're confiding things about her with your ex. And then this can always yeah be used to weaponize against you also you don't want those things to come back up then you're gonna look really crazy mm. it's kind of disrespectful yeah, yeah. to your new relationship would you want a woman you're dating to be talking to another man who she used to be with about you well of course not but i mean i guess in case my day is why i know me and my baby moms you're not on a level that whatsoever so why you say that but then you say she goes off sometimes yeah she kind of goes off just based upon what things that I've probably explained to my baby, explained to the new chick, where I've given her credit for a lot of things, my baby mama still kind of respects upon the past and thinking, so well, well, you never gave me this type of credit. You never did this. You never did that. And I would kind of remind her, like, well, this is not, this is a, a current issue. We've been done, like, that's been the past, me and you. Like, yeah. This current issue. So I, so I just think she kind of reflects a lot on the things that I didn't do for her. I didn't have these sort of emotions towards her. Rich, whatever or whatever your name is, this does not sound healthy. It does not sound fair to either woman. It sounds really selfish of you to be uh, doing these things. You got to have somebody better to confide in a family member, you know. Yeah. 
But I don't think that that's fair for either one of them. It feels like it's kind of a torture for your child's mother. If you guys are in a good space, just be in that good space. And you don't have to go and and tell her what's going on in your romantic life. Gotcha, gotcha. You're absolutely right. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Sarah. I have a question. Sounds a little windy wherever you are. Yeah, it sounds like you have us on Bluetooth or speakerphone, do you? No, it's this stupid mess. Stupid mess? Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so uh, me and my guy, we've been together for like six, seven years. I've been waiting on him to propose, but now I'm thinking like, should I propose to him? Ooh, is this what you envisioned? No, not really, but like, good gracious. I don't want to be with nobody else. And do you think he wants to get married? Have y'all discussed marriage? Yes, he has, but then he'll like make a face. Well, how are you going to feel if you propose to him and he says no? Oh, uh, you ain't think that through. <laughs> Listen, I think that, um, you know, some women are okay with proposing to a man. If you're okay with that, you can do that. But it feels like he might not even say yes. If he's making a face when you talk about marriage, he's not there yet. So the real issue is if you have a different goal than he does and you see yourself getting married to him, you don't want to be with anybody else. Does he feel the same way? Because we don't want you wasting your time either with somebody that's not on the same track as you. So you got to deal with that first. But you see, uh, and then I'm I'm going to school to get my real estate license, but I don't want him to be like, oh, so now it's time to get married. You got your your ish together. So you don't want him to want to marry you once you get your license, your real estate license? Yeah, because like then, no, like I do, but then it's like, if you don't want me now and I'm low, like, you know. Listen, you're doing you you should be wanting to be in a relationship because it makes you a better person. You're already going to be a whole person outside of that relationship. You already you got to do what you got to do for yourself. Okay, so when it comes to your career, you're getting your real estate license. That's for you. And who knows? Sometimes even you have a more confidence because it is sometimes hard being in a relationship when you're low with yourself because sometimes you're not bringing your best into that relationship. But then when you have more confidence, when you're making money, you have your real estate license things are going it might make you better in your relationship and no matter what if it does work out or if it doesn't you're doing that for you so you need to go about your business do what you need to do for you uh, and think about if you're happy right now with yourself because if you're not happy with yourself you can't rely on somebody else to feel like oh he wants to be with me no matter what it has to be like okay she's doing so well she's amazing she's confident and this makes us great as a team. You said a mouthful this morning. Good question. So I have a question. Charlamagne the guy and DJ Emmett, would you feel less of a man if, if like, y'all wife proposed to y'all? No. I wouldn't. No? I wouldn't. What is tradition anyway? Like, we, yeah. like, what, like what is tradition? Who cares? A proposal but, is a proposal. But I would I would say this is probably a reason why he hasn't proposed yet, and I think you need to get down to to, to find out why. Is he scared? Is he can he not afford the ring? Is it that he's saving up for the wedding, or maybe he's just not he just doesn't want to do it. Just make and sure I, you tape it because if he tell you no, we need that laugh for the shut culture. Up, man. Yo, shut up, man. But I will say if he's making a if he's making a face when you bring up marriage, I wouldn't think that it's the time. 
Okay, man. Well, I appreciate y'all. All right, girl. Handle your business. Good luck. I will. All right. I'm going to be like you, DJ Envy. Real estate. We're on the way. There you go. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee. We'll be talking about the baby. A lot of people are reaching out and want to help and educate him and not cancel him. We'll tell you what organizations and what music artists are saying they want to help. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, today is the day Kanye is having his listening session, and he had an Apple listening session earlier this morning. The Locks were there, Fabio Forum was there, Chance the Rapper was there, Jay Electronica was there, so everybody is out here in Atlanta. Now, this is now, a different form- album than, than two weeks ago, right? That's what they're saying? It's I, to- I guess we'll see. I'm sure, uh, I don't think he played the full, complete Donda album, and I know this is a really important one to him, because it's Donda, you know, after his mother so I'm sure he wants to make sure he gets it completely the way he wants it to be. Now, Yee, have you heard any music? Yes. How does it sound? What does it sound like? What's different? I, I'm not going to lie. It does sound really dope. And, you know, because he's been doing gospel music and he's always had that kind of gospel feel to some of his songs. I feel like there that's a, a big theme on here also. Give us something, Yee. The show is tonight. Is there any new artists on it? How many new songs? How many songs? I can't songs? do that. Who's on it? Tell us. I had to sign an NDA. So tell me and All let right. me tell it. Well, I guess you can't because then that's still going against the NDA. <laughs> <Dummy>. All right. <laughs> All right. But the former Gap CEO, Mickey Drexler, said he didn't approve of Kanye's 10-year partnership with The Gap, no matter how lucrative the deal was. And he was on Yahoo Finance Live. He said he actually advised Kanye not to collaborate with The Gap. He said, I probably shouldn't say this, but I told him he shouldn't do the deal because it doesn't make any sense, in my opinion. I have a lot of friends at Gap still, but it doesn't work for someone like Kanye. He's not a corporate person. And Gap is a big corporation. He said it's already a commercial success, though. It's a slow rollout, but, you know, he did put out that Yeezy Gap round jacket, and he said that uh, did $7 million overnight. He said Kanye's a smart guy, but he shouldn't have done it, and I don't think they should have done it either. But we can look forward to seeing some more pieces later this year. I don't know that gentleman. I don't even know who he is, but I think that was a dumb statement. I think what Kanye did with the Gap is perfect. I mean, Kanye makes clothes that are very expensive. But now for people that can't afford that expensive, expensive clothes, you're able to go to the Gap and get affordable clothes that still look dope, that's still stylish, and he still supports his call. Kanye remembers he's from he, Chicago. and he's he, made a, that, hmm? he made that stock go up. Yeah, so I think that was a smart move for Kanye because he's he's satisfying his, his, his people that can't afford the expensive stuff, and then he's satisfying the people that can't afford it. I think that's brilliant. It didn't... Um, Balmain do that at one time, too, with one of these things. They, they did a, a cheaper version that was still dope that sold out quickly. You know, a lot of high-end brands have done deals with, like, Target and That's other, uh, yeah. But it is, and then it can be, you know. But then sometimes you make another line that's more uh, not as high-end, yeah. and, and it can da- damage your brand also. So it's just a matter of doing the right thing. If it's dope, it's and, dope. And Kanye makes dope stuff. I mean, some of the stuff to me looks a little crazy, but it's dope. It, it is It is absolutely <laughs> positively dope. All right. Uh, R. Kelly is saying that he's broke right before jury selection began in his sex trafficking trial. So prosecutors are going to be presenting evidence that he had sexual contact with Aaliyah when she was as young as 13 years old. 
And that was before the pair got married in 1994 when she was 15, according to a judge. And so there's all kinds of things going on here. They're saying that he's gained so much weight behind bars that he now needs new clothes and he can't even afford to pay for court transcripts uh, before his sex trafficking trial. They said his finances are depleted and the court has to give him daily copies of the transcripts. Another thing uh, is that there are these new allegations against R. Kelly, and this is about him and some boys that were underage who he allegedly met at McDonald's, one of them when he was 17 years old, that he groomed and assaulted back in 2006. His attorneys are saying none of this new evidence should be heard because the jury has not been investigated as to their views on same-sex relationships. When they do that questionnaire, they ask how you would react to somebody being in a same-sex relationship. They're saying that question wasn't on there, so it could be unfair to R. Kelly if the jury takes offense at homosexuals rather than pedophilia which is what the alleged offenses were yeah and i can't believe uh r kelly's broke now i mean r kelly is, is love, him, love him like him hate him he still has a catalog that people still stream and listen to it might not be streaming and listening to like they did before but he still gets paid off at that. all he still gets paid off and he's for that, got though. a lot of expenses right now let me tell you I still a get, lot of legal expenses i still get paid off some of the stuff that i produced 10 years ago and it's not that much money but I'm not R. Kelly, nor do I have the, the catalog of R. Kelly. So I'm sure... you have the legal expenses of R. Kelly? Um, okay. No, I don't, but R. I Kelly, should, he should still be getting a lot of money, though. And it's been years couple, and years of this. He should still be and getting then, a couple you know, they pull this music, music off of so many services. I'm sure that hurts. I thought they know? put him back on. I mean, yeah, but then you know how they have you on that playlist where you're featured? Mm-hmm. It's just not streamed as much as it used to be. I'm sure those numbers are way down. Mm-hmm. All right. Jada Pinkett Smith has introduced a show uh, called The Toughest Opponent that she is going to be producing. Red Table Talk Productions is producing that. And that's what Brandon Marshall hosting as the focus of mental pressure on athletes has been in the national spotlight right now. This is perfect timing for Brandon Marshall, who's a former NFL player. And he had some struggles on the field. Uh, his career was on the line in 2011 when he did seek professional help and he was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. So mm-hmm. now he's going to have his own uh, show, The Toughest Opponent, that's going to create a safe space platform for professional athletes. Shout out to Brandon Marshall. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Deepak Chopra has done his own deal, too. He has a multi-project podcast deal with Audible. So he's kicking off the collaboration with Deepak Chopra's Mind, Body, Zone, Living Outside the Box. And that comes out on September 16th. Also, Netflix is requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for employees, visitors, and all of that. So if you're going to come into their offices, you have to be vaccinated. And that's for any visitors to their headquarters as well. All right. And that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, um, this morning they announced that the New York Auto Show, which is probably one of the biggest auto shows in the country, they canceled the the auto show for another year. So uh, that auto show is not going down this year, but it's okay because Carchella Atlantic City is going down. It's outdoors. It's 123 acres outdoors, so you have enough space so you can uh, safely move around uh, wearing masks and be safe if you would like. And we'll have some drink fresh juice there for you to keep your immune system right. And I also want to mention, by the way, there's a group of 11 organizations that are trying to help educate the baby after all that backlash that he got. And so they want to make sure that everything that happened can actually become a teachable moment. And so they want to, uh, and these are organizations that lead the fight to prevent HIV, provide care and treatment for people living with HIV, especially black LGBTQ people across the Southern U.S. So they want to make sure uh, that they actually are able to to create this dialogue from this. So Absolutely. we'll see if he takes them up on that offer. All right. And shout to uh, French Montana. Shout to Little Uzi Vert, Fabulous, uh, 50, 
Currency and Little Kim. I, I spoke to all of them uh, last couple of days who are shipping their cars down to the car show. Hopefully you get your tickets. It's going to be a family fun day, and I can't wait to see you guys next Saturday. I think we got like nine days left to the Carcella Car Show. All right. Now, up next is the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in. Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. Take a closer look at the General and get the great low rates and quality coverage you deserve. For a hassle-free quote today, call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to Little Mo for joining us this morning. Yes, indeed. I love Little Mo. She's an amazing person. She always looks out for us here on The Breakfast Club as individuals and as a collective. And in return, we always look out for Little Mo, too. Absolutely. Now, tonight, uh, Kanye West is having his listening session part two. He is actually out in uh, Atlanta, so she'll be giving us updates, uh, I'm sure, tomorrow morning. Yes, reporting live. And shout out to the lots. I actually flew out there on on the plane with them. And I just want to say I was at the juice bar yesterday before I came out here and a lot of people were coming into the juice bar after seeing the verses uh-huh. because they were so inspired. Some people were there for the first time like, yo, after I seen that verses, I have to come to Juices for Life. So I just want to shout out everybody that's been coming by Juices for Life because they were so inspired by seeing the locks. Uh, kill it the way that they did on Versus. Absolutely. Okay. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, you guys have a great day today. Don't forget my Carcella Car Show goes down uh, next Saturday in Atlantic City. Definitely get your tickets. And um, you got a positive note, Yee? Yeah, scared money don't make no money. Invest in yourself. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? 